0: Uh, it may or may not surprise you to learn that we're going to be talking about vision this morning. Uh, It's a good thing to do at the start of 2019, typical I hear you cry, we're starting off 2019 by talking about vision, but as a church, as Gateway Church, we've got big plans for 2019, so I always think it's good to know where we're aiming. Uh, It's uh, also a good time of year to do it because it's the time of year that most people think it's a fresh start, it's a new year. Hands up if you've got a New Year's resolution, you done that, okay. I've got one. It's the same every year. I try and get some of the timber off, you know. As you can see, 2018 didn't go so well, but this is my year. Okay, so if you're joining me in that one, then good luck to you. I've got a friend at work who uh, always says his New Year's resolution is to give up smoking, but he doesn't smoke. So he walks around on the 2nd of January like, I've done it. I've already done it. That's my resolution finished. Uh, There's also, uh, I was reading uh, Time Magazine's list of top 10 New Year's uh, resolutions to give. And losing weight is one. Smoking is another one. Another one is to try something new. Anybody going to try something new this year? Want to try smoking, good. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> well, uh, I tried something new on Friday. I tried to bake my, a cake for the very first time. So I had two, two helpers. Thank you. Keeping with the yummy noises, we're keeping warm. Uh, I had two little helpers, a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Uh, And we put our cake together, the very first cake I made. And you know it's not good when the word to describe it is dense. (laughs) So that was the cake that I made. I also had to pressure wash the kitchen and the children afterwards because I'd made such a mess. But I can say that I've started, I've tried something new. So there you go, my New Year's resolutions are off to a start at the very least. But it is a new year and it's a good time to resolve to do new things. A time to go with renewed energy. We've all had our Christmas break. And it's time to go with a fresh perspective. And that's what we're going to be doing this morning. We're going to be talking about the next 12 months at Gateway Church. And we're going to try and give you a renewed perspective, a fresh start, a chance to talk about all the things we're going to be doing in 2019. Now, vision means different things to different people. Businesses need vision because they need to know how they're going to make money. They need to make good business decisions in order order to make sure that their business is achieving its goals. Governments need vision. And uh, the UK government needs vision more than ever as the 29th of March approaches, eh? Uh, but governments need to make good decisions for the people that they lead. Uh, so they need vision to do it. And churches need vision. For us as a church, we, we want to believe that God's got some good things for us to do. God's uh, about a glorious work in Paul and Bournemouth. And we're praying that he does that through us at Gateway Church. And we want to have a vision that helps us to achieve that. There's an old Japanese proverb that says this. Vision without action is a daydream. Action without vision is a nightmare. So we want to uh, have good vision so that we uh, can act in in good wisdom and in, in good faith. Even better than a Japanese proverb is biblical instruction. And there's a proverb that says this. Proverbs 29, verse 18. This is the ESV translation. Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. But blessed is he who keeps the law. Another translation says that without vision, the people perish. Well, we don't want to perish, do we, Gateway Church? We want to flourish. And in order to flourish, we need to have a clear vision. So we've got a lot to do this year. But before we act, we want to tell you about who we are, where we're heading, so that we can be envisioned together. So this is going to be your classic six-point sermon. You can count them off. See how close I am to the end. Keep those fingers warm as you do it, all right? It's uh, six things that I believe God has called us to remain in this year. Six things that we're to remain in. And the first one is to remain who we are. Remain who we are. So first and foremost, if you believe in Jesus, if you love Jesus, you're a Christian. And you're a Christian in the church. You're a Christian in Gateway Church. And if vision gives us a purpose, we as Christians know that we've got a purpose. Because Christians in God's church have been given a purpose by God. The Bible tells us over and over again the purpose that we've got as Christians here on the earth let me read 1 Peter 2 to you, verses 9 and 10. It's going to come up behind. You don't need to finger through the Bible. But you, Christians, are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. You, Christians of Gateway Church this morning, are called by God to be his possession. You are his. Remain who you are. Who are you? You are his. You are a child of God. If if you've accepted Jesus into your life, that's your status. You are a child of the living God. Before the formation of the earth, God knew you and chose you and loved you. And called you out of darkness into light. And that's your status now. He's made a way for you to be with him now, this morning, and forever. Thank you. Keep those hands warm, Paul. Well done. Remain who you are. Gateway Church, you're the people of God, chosen by him, loved by him, now and for eternity. Isn't that good? A good thing to remind ourselves of as we start 2019. If you've accepted him into your heart, that's your status. Let's sit and rest with that a second. Who are you? Who are you? You are chosen by God, a child of His. Chosen by God, a child of His. Remain who you are. 2019, you're called to remain who you are. And hey, if you're not a Christian here this morning, that good news can be just as true for you. I really hope that as we continue talking about what it means to be a Christian in 2019 and what it means to be a child of the living God, that something comes alive in your heart, and if you want to know more about that, then please do come and find me at the end, because I would love to talk to you about what it means to be a Christian. See, Peter charges his readers, in light of all that, you've been brought out of darkness and into light, you have been chosen, so what should we do? Proclaim his excellencies. Being chosen by God should affect everything that we do and everything that we are, So now that we're into a new year and we're looking for vision, actually in some senses that vision hasn't changed from last year, or the year before that, or the decade before that. Actually, we are Christians put here on the earth with a purpose, to love God, to act as children of the King, and to outwork his purposes here on the earth. As Gateway Church, we exist to make Jesus known. And Gateway Church exists because Jesus died to save us and added us to his family, We're the children of God here to represent God on earth. And we're here as Gateway Church family together. There's a vision for you. So what's our responsibility? It's our responsibility to love God, to build one another up, to remind each other of the riches that we've got in Jesus and to tell the world that they can have them as well. There's a vision for 2019 for us. It also means that if you come here for the next 52 weeks of uh, of 2019, then we will be talking about Jesus every week, okay? Yeah, and we will be unashamedly doing so because we love Jesus. He is the purpose that we live for, and that means that every Sunday, I'm gonna get up here or Matt's gonna get up here, one of the guys is gonna get up here and tell you about the good news of Jesus because we believe it and we love it and it's the truth and the world needs to hear it. It's also your get-out-of-jail-free card. If I come up to you and say, what did I preach on on Sunday? You can say, Jesus, see, (laughs) So there's a vision for you, and it's a vision that stood for 2,000 years, and it's just as true in 2019. So go, Gateway. Go, Gateway Church, and make disciples proclaim his excellencies like Peter tells us to. Speak about Jesus. See people baptized, added to the church. That's what we want to see this year. That's our vision. Let me put it a little bit more succinctly for you. We are the children of God On a mission to win more children for God. We are the children of God on a mission to win more children for God. How about that? So number one of my six-point sermon, remain who you are. Number two is to remain close to God. Remain close to God. And this is absolutely paramount. Because if this life is all about God, as Peter said, we've been chosen by him for a relationship with him. Then we should invest in that relationship. This is a relationship that's eternal. It's going to last forever. Friendships might come and go in 2019, but one thing that won't is, is Jesus. So invest in that relationship. Talk to him. Live your life with him. Talk to him as you would a friend. If you're in the car on the way to work, if you're on a run, whatever you're doing, talk to, talk to God. Stay close to God. Remain close to God in 2019. Prioritize places to be close to him, whether that's alone during quiet times when you wake up in the morning, or here at church, at worship nights like tonight, or prayer meetings, invest in your relationship with God. Now, there's, there's one thing that uh, I occasionally hear in churches uh, as a, a little bit of a criticism, and it's, oh, uh, well, here they go again. They're asking us to attend another meeting. I'm sure that'll look good on their numbers spreadsheet or whatever. So let me free you from it right now. This year, I'm not going to care about the numbers spreadsheet, I don't want you to attend the worship night. I don't want you to attend church because it will look better for our numbers. I want you to attend because it's good for your relationship with God. And that's what we're about here at Gateway Church, okay? I'm not worried about the number spreadsheet. I'm worried about your relationship with your Father in heaven. And that's what we want to see in 2019. We want you to remain close to God. And that's our goal, to see you deepen your relationship with God. Here at Gateway Church, if you attend Gateway Church then we will be pushing you to love God more in 2019, unashamedly so. Be close to your father this year. Look for more intimacy. This evening, come along to the worship night. Not so it looks good for our numbers, but I'm going to be there, and I'm going to be worshipping my God. And I would love for you to join me so that we can pursue relationship with him. We've been talking a lot recently about what it means to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And if you don't know what that is, or if you want to experience that, then tonight's the night. Come and invest in your relationship with God. Come and be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Come and experience God for yourself. He wants you to enjoy Him. Do you believe that? He wants you to enjoy Him, and He wants you to spend time with Him. Zephaniah 3, verse 17. How many of you have been in Zephaniah recently? I have. Here it is. Zephaniah 3, 17. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. How about that? Not only does God want a relationship with you, but he delights in you and rejoices over you with singing. That's how much God loves you. Remain close to God in 2019. Invest in a relationship with somebody who delights in you so much that he's singing over you. That's what the Bible tells us. He rejoices over you and delights in you when you spend time with him. So prioritize it. There you go, that's number two. Remain who we are, remain close to God. Number three, then, is to remain in the word. Remain in the word. If we're to remain close to God, then remaining in the word is a good way of doing it. There's a verse in the Bible for every situation. Can I borrow that one? Thank you. It's just to hold illustratively rather than... Uh, there's 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 words in here for however you're feeling and whatever your circumstance is. If you need building up, there's verses in here. If you're looking for instruction, there's verses in here. It, they can give you wisdom. They can give you comfort when you're struggling. The Bible is full of comforting words for those who want to remain in God. It's no secret 2018 wasn't the best year for my health, but actually one of the things that kept me going was reading God's word. I'll tell you what, if you're under the weather or you're in need of a pickup, because of your health, then go and read the book of Job and go and see how Job handles dealing with health and difficult situations. It's enriching and life-giving because no matter how bad it gets for Job, time and time again, he's he's not willing to curse God. He's, He's there praising God even through his illness. And actually, that's a good thing, a good lesson for us to learn. And it was a good lesson for me to learn as I was walking through it. If you're struggling with words to worship, then read a psalm to help give you words to worship God with. If you need wisdom, then look look for a proverb. If you need identity, then have a look in the Gospels to find out who you are in Jesus. If you want to be inspired by a church, then go to Acts and have a look at how the church in Acts moved across the world. This is God's word written for you, so open it and read it and love it. It's a great way to remain close to God. If you're struggling to hear God's voice, if you've If you've been asking, God, I I just need to hear from you. God, I'm looking for wisdom. Well, these were God's words written for you. And they are full of God's voice. So read the Bible. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, we were doing a a shout-out about our community Bible reading. Hopefully some of you are in a group and have already started doing some community Bible reading together. And Leslie Absalom stood up and she said, At the beginning of 2018, I was feeling down. I was you know, feeling a bit lost. I, I was really struggling in my relationship with God. But I pushed into community Bible reading for a whole year, and for a year, reading time and time again, you're a child of God, you're chosen by him. That's what this Bible says. And by the end of the year, she had so much to give thanks to God for, because her life was full of words that God had spoken over her. Words like those in Zephaniah that say, he will take great delight in you, no longer rebuke you, but rejoice over you with singing. It's in the Bible, you can read those words for yourself. Let's be a church this year that reads the Bible. Thank you. It's where we'll find vision and wisdom and encouragement and God speaking to us every time. So, remain who we are. Remain close to God. Remain in the word. The next one is remain in church. Remain in church. You see, in a sense, when we're talking about vision for 2019, vision as well as aspirational is also corrective. And if we know our vision and our purpose as Gateway Church then we should be driving one another on in it. We are the children of God, part of God's family, and we should be family together. I've got a family of my own. It's my wife here, Emma. We've got two kids, lovely daughters most of the time. And we're a family together. And frankly, it would be a little bit weird if we were family together, but all decided to live in separate houses. Actually, as family, we're supposed to coexist. We live together. We share our life together. We do things together. We argue sometimes. We do all the things that family are supposed to do. But we coexist together because we're family. And actually, as children of God, as a family together, we're the same family, Gateway Church. And we're called to do the same, to be family together. So again, remain in church, not because it looks good on the numbers spreadsheet, but because it's good for you to be with other Christians. It's good for you to be with one another, helping to correct one another's vision. There's a lot of glasses wearers in the room, and I'm very pleased to see that. Uh, So I know that there's at least half the room that are going to be able to uh, relate to this story. I don't know if you've ever walked into an optician's to go and get new glasses, to to go and get your glasses checked. And you uh, make you take your old glasses off, and you sit in the chair, and they put those special glasses on you, and then they kind of cover one up, and then they say, one or two, one or two right, which one's better, one or two, one or two, and I don't know about you, but I sit there and I'm like, I cannot tell the difference, like, I don't know which is better, but you walk out of that that opticians with new glasses so that you can see better, and the whole point of going into an opticians is that you walk out with corrected vision, and that's what church meetings should be like for us. Sunday after Sunday, they should act as a vision realignment for us, We come into a spiritual opticians, and we might come in with all of our baggage and not really looking the right direction and not really seeing things as they are, and we walk out with our vision realigned as we understand who we are in Jesus and what our purpose is because of it. Sunday after Sunday, we want to have a renewed sense of who we are in Jesus and to have a renewed purpose for it. So we're going to be doing a lot of preaching into that this year as well, who we are in Jesus and what we're called to do because of it. We're doing it because we want to see our vision realigned Sunday after Sunday so we can be effective for his kingdom across Bournemouth and Poole. If you're uh, bored or stressed at work, then Jesus gives you a greater purpose. And having a proper vision on Jesus will help you to not see the stress and the boredom of work and to start to see your work as for a greater purpose as you live for the king. If you're in pain, then... Vision realignment tells you that we've got a great healer, one who can bring comfort to us. If you're in need of wisdom, we'll come to the root of all wisdom. Realigned vision means that you're looking to Jesus for wisdom and not to the world. Church then, like a spiritual optician, should give us renewed vision. We should walk out this morning feeling corrected for the way that we should be going as we move towards living for Jesus in 2019. We're also to correct one another. See, church isn't the building, we're grateful for it, cold though it might be, but church is the people, we're people here together. So remaining in church means remaining in community, and I'm so grateful for the community that we've had here at Gateway Church this year. I'm so grateful for all of you that have come Sunday after Sunday at 5.02 and served graciously, often without thanks looking after the kids at the back even when it's hard, coming early to set up the worship or do tea and coffee. I'm endlessly grateful for people who give up their time. <laughs> Go Gateway, right? Keep him warm. Keep him warm. I'm also grateful for those of you who give. Actually, we're about a great work here in Bournemouth and Poole, but we need money to do it. And I'm grateful for those of you who, who serve and who give generously. I'm incredibly grateful For those of you who look out for one another, those of you who looked out for me and Em this year, those of you who have prayed for us, that's what it means to be church community together. We pray for one another, we look after one another, we sign up for meal rotors when people have babies or when they're sick. We look out for one another, we're a community together. And I hope that you're going to find that here too in 2019. That As we remain in church together, you'll find a community of people who love you and are here to help you. And if you press into Gateway Church, then I promise you, you will. We've got loads and loads of ways that you can stay in church really, really practically. Okay, We've got a church day out coming up in the summer. It's a great time to be together as one church across two sites. We're all going to come together, uh, and there's going to be some more details available about that in a few weeks. So bring your diary along. We'll give you the date, and that'll be a great chance to celebrate together as a church. We've got worship nights throughout the year, like the one tonight. Come along to those. Come along, and you'll... Uh, It'd be able to invest in your relationship with God and invest in your relationship with one another. We've got our Friday first prayer meetings. First Friday of every month, we get together up at Older Road and pray. Seven o'clock in the morning, come and join us. Again, it's not for our attendance. It's not for, so the numbers look good, but it's for your good as we come together and pray with purpose into the things we believe God's got for us. It's a chance to be together and to push into the things God's got for us. It's here to boost your faith and the faith of others. We've got even more. Life groups are going to be starting in a few weeks. It's great to get into one another's homes, meet in the week, and be church together. There's the uh, Parkstone International Cafe that uh, Anita and Gary run here on a Wednesday night. That's going to be starting up again in January. and It's a great chance to be community together, to love the people of Pool and Bournemouth. We've got our little gators on a Friday morning, serving mums and tots, gatherers for older people in our community, Oasis, which is our Which is our ministry looking into a a local refuge for those who have experienced domestic abuse. And they do some amazing work looking after uh, women who who really need help and support. Uh, and, And that takes place. It's another way that you can get involved at Gateway Church and love your community. We've got Lifetime, which is for those with educational needs and their carers and so much more. Actually, remaining in church isn't just about coming to a building on a Sunday, it's about being a part of a community and what we believe we're being called to this year is to be community together again. So get involved. Deepen your relationship with God and support others on their faith journey as well. Love the local community. Love the poor and do it all here. So that was the fourth of six. Remain who we are. Remain in God. Remain in the word. Remain in church. Number five then is to remain on your guard. Remain on your guard. It's taking a sinister turn, hasn't it? Oh my goodness. Remain on your guard. So I don't know how many of you were at Tea and Testimony last Sunday. We do it every year, and it's a service I really look forward to. If you weren't there, basically what we do is we, have a, we get together as one church, have a little bit of a worship time together, and then a few people from within our community will get up and give thanks for what God has done this year. And it's a great chance to look back on, on the last year and see all the ways that God's been moving. And there was a lady uh, who got up to give her testimony called Lacey. And if you were there, it was an incredibly powerful testimony, not least because she's getting baptized this morning at Older Road, possibly even as we speak. So isn't that uh, worth a round of applause, right? Keep those hands warm for Lacey. Now, the most remarkable thing about Lacey and her story is that she came to faith, and actually since she's come to faith, she's, she's seen some real opposition in her life because of what she's believed and the decision that she's made to follow God. And she gave stories about... Actually hearing the devil's voice and having to, to pray to God to, to see that voice disappear. She used to wear uh, rings on her fingers that had symbols from tarot cards. And the second she became a Christian, those rings burned at her and actually burned the flesh on her hands. So that she had to take them off and throw them away. Praise God for people like Lacey who have made a decision to follow Jesus. And in spite of opposition are still going strong. And praise uh, God that she's getting baptized this morning uh, Excuse me whilst I pause and pray for her a second. Lord Jesus, we give thanks for Lacey. We give thanks that she has chosen to, uh, to follow you. She's a child of yours now. All the things that we've been reading about are now true of Lacey. And we pray that as she's getting baptised, even right now, Lord Jesus, just come upon her, enrich her life. Help her to keep strong in you. Lord, help her to know who she is in you. And Lord, we pray that you would bless her richly as a result of her decision. Amen. 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 You see... God's with us, and God can overcome any circumstance. The best thing about uh, what Jesus did on the cross is that the victory has been won. When Jesus said, it is finished, he meant it. It means sin and death is defeated forever. The victory has been won. So as Christians, we might fight battles, but the war itself is over, and we know which side wins. God has called us out of darkness and into light those were the verses that we read in Peter, from Peter earlier. God has called us out of darkness and into light, but that doesn't mean that the darkness doesn't exist. And we will fight battles, and in some senses we should expect it. Actually, the enemy would have us be apathetic Christians this year, but we're being called to, to so much more as a church. We want to push in to the things that we believe that God's got for us. And it means that in some senses, we should expect a little bit of disruption from the enemy. If we're a church on the move, making an eternal difference in Paul and Bournemouth, then Satan's going to want to disrupt that, isn't he? So it means that we need to be aware of the battles that we face from time to time. Someone once said Christianity isn't like a battle, it is a battle. So be on guard, be prayerful, pray for protection, pray for yourself, pray for others in the church as well. Be on your guard. Actually, when we talk about spiritual warfare, the, the fallacy is to think that it's something that goes on in Africa where, you know, we, they really do see uh, the devil working in, in, in various ways. But it's just as true for us here in Poole and Bournemouth. We're to be on our guard. We're to pray, pray for protection. This part of the sermon's not meant to scare you, by the way. It's part of our uh, spiritual, op- spiritual optician's appointment this morning uh, is to see the reality of what we're called to. To have our vision corrected is to see that actually the victory's been won, but there might still be battles from time to time. But it means that we should pray all the more and pray that God's will will be outworked and that he will overcome no matter what. So engage in spiritual warfare as we look to see souls won for God and taken away from the enemy. That's what we're called to as Gateway Church this year, to take ground from the enemy. Pray into situations, pray into health Pray into people's lives. Pray with the power that comes from knowing that Jesus has defeated the enemy, defeated sin and death, and the war has been won. We've got the victory as Christians, and pray from that place of power. Pray for your leaders. Pray for us as a church. Let's pray together and be on our guard in 2019. So as we go again in 2019, let's be on our guard, ready to inflict damage on the enemy through prayer and through obediently sharing the gospel. Be on guard to build one another up as well. When battles and trials come in people's lives and we can't pretend like 2019 is going to be glorious for every single one of us. We will face hardships and trials. But actually be ready to speak truth to each other in those moments. Be ready to combat those, those battles with the truth that comes from being a child of God. We've got a God who delights in us. We read that. A God who saved us. A God who's in our corner. And we can pray from that place of power. And for me, one of the best things about being a Christian is the hope that it brings. Because no matter how bad it gets, we've got a God who can change circumstances right now. There is no circumstance in your life that is too far removed that God can't change it in an instant. We've also got a God who's got an eternity prepared for us, and it is going to be perfect. The Bible tells us there's going to be no more sickness or death. He's going to wipe away every tear this place that he's prepared for us is going to be perfect. See, for the Christian, circumstances are never too far beyond God and he can change them in an instant. But even if he doesn't, we can anticipate a day where we'll be with him forever and there will be no suffering and no sickness. So, take a moment to reflect on your year last year and the one to come in 2019. Are you living in anticipation, in the hope that comes from knowing who you are and knowing where you're going? Do you have that hope when you go about your day? Be on guard, my friends. Let's be aware to uh, the realities that we face as Christians and let's be a people of prayer together, praying into circumstances, praying into situations, praying for protection, and praying that God would advance mightily in 2019. So that brings me on to my final remain. They should all be up there. Number six, there we go. Remain in the promises God has given us as a church. Remain in the promises God has given us as a church. So we've got our vision from God, that vision that hasn't changed in 2,000 years. We are children of God on a mission to win more children for God. That's our mission here on the earth. We're members of God's family here on earth to represent him. But specifically here at Gateway Church, what do we believe we've been called to in 2019? Where do we push? Well, the first thing that we want to just remind people of is the three words that, we, that help to define who we are as a people. And those three words are adventure, purity, and compassion. Don't worry, there's not a video. That's just the only, uh, that's the only picture I could find. Uh, but uh, adventure, purity, and compassion are the three words that should help to define who we are as Gateway Church. We're called to adventure, not timidity. We've got an amazing story to tell, a great commission from God, and we're going to go and do it this year. We're going to go and do it in Poole and Bournemouth and further afield. And to do it, we've got to be on adventure together. 2019 at Gateway Church is going to be an adventure. We've got loads of things planned, but we want to be on an adventure together. We're also called to purity. Our job as Christians isn't to look respectable or toe the line of political correctness. We're here to live a life pleasing to God. And pursuing him means pursuing holiness, becoming more like him. Even if it's tough at work or at the school gate when you've got to talk about your faith and it jars a little bit with what the world would say. We're called to purity. And we're also called to compassion. We're not just here to dole out charity, but we're called to have the same heart for mankind as God does. To be compassionate people. To be righteously angry about poverty, whether that's financial or spiritual or relational. We've got a number of church activities specifically designed to combat that so that we can have compassion on the people of Paul and Bournemouth as we serve them. We're to love the poor like Jesus did. We're to be compassionate to those around us. Adventure, purity and compassion are helpful words to get us thinking. And that's what we want to be as a church. But there's also some more specific words that God has given us as a church and we will, I'm just going to share those just so you, you have some understanding and some awareness of what we believe that God's called us to in 2019. Just before I do, a reminder of the, the verse in Proverbs that we read, where there's no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. Well, we believe we've had some prophetic insight from God that will help to guide the direction of this church in 2019. And I'm going to share those with you. The first of which happened in 2008 a prayer meeting at Citygate Church, which is another church just down the road in Bournemouth. And it was actually about the name Gateway Church and what we call ourselves. Back in 2008, we were thinking of a name change to reflect our aspirations as a church and how we were to reach uh, the people uh, of Paul and Bournemouth for God. And uh, a word was given at that prayer meeting in 2008 that said this. I believe that God recommissions you tonight to be a mighty army in the community. God wants you to touch Paul by the power of the Holy Spirit and be a gateway into the kingdom of God. To be a gateway into the kingdom of God. And thus, Gateway Church became. We changed our name. Gateway Church means that we are a gateway to the kingdom of God. That's what we're here for. That's why we're called Gateway Church. So every time you hear the name Gateway Church in 2019... Think of it as a recommissioning. We're here to be a gateway to the kingdom of God for people. The next two were given a lot more recently. Um, Actually, uh, were given about our location and in part about this building. Uh, They were given at prayer meetings where we were praying into what God might have for us as a church, uh, a multi-site church on two sites. So we are one church, gateway church together, but we meet up at Older Road and we meet here. And as we were exploring purchasing this building and looking into what God might have us do, there were two very key words that were given that we believe are for us uh, as much now as they were then. So in f- the first one, in response to praying for direction about multi-site and the purchase of this building, um, Steve Cox and, and others had a, a picture of our buildings, both here at 502 where we're standing, an older road which is roughly over there. And he, he, they saw a picture uh, of the, our buildings as high points in town with streams of water flowing down out of them. Streams of living water flowing out and reaching the streets around us and the valleys below us. So we've got streams of living water pouring out of these buildings down into lower Parkstone, into upper Parkstone, into pool and further afield. And that's what we believe God has called us to in 2019 as well. We go from here at 502 and at Older Road and bring living water, which is Jesus and his gospel, wherever we go. We want to see people come into this building who don't know Jesus in 2019 and come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior and be worshipping alongside us. We want to see streams of living water flowing out of these buildings and affecting the area around us. The next one was also about our location. I've got the uh, privileged view of being able to see out of the glass doors at the back whilst you're all looking at my ugly mug. And one thing you'll have noticed if you're looking this way is that there are a number of more buses that keep flying past, delivering people from pool right across the region. And uh, Bren Thompson, who is based at our our older road building, uh, felt that God spoke to her about those buses. She saw the, the buses going past with the words more written on them. And she felt God was calling us to more as a church calling us to more as a church. And I think God would want us to take hold of that in 2019, to ask and hope and stretch for more of him. And we believe that that's for us in 2019. As a church, we're called to more. We want to see more salvation in 2019. Pray for us to push in and see more salvation. We want to see more baptisms. We're going to have baptisms here on the 3rd of February, and I would love to baptize multiple people. We're going to be, uh, we're going to be ch- chatting to some of you who we know might be uh, thinking about getting baptized, But because we would love to see you baptized on the 3rd of February, because the Bible tells us that we should believe and be baptized, so that's what we do here at Gateway. And we want to see more baptisms. We want to see people come to be saved and to get baptized because of it. We want to see more church members, not for the numbers spreadsheet, but because it's good for our family to grow. We want to see more marriages and more babies. <laughs> We want to see more people coming into our buildings. We want to see more of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. We want to see more of him working in our church and in people's lives in 2019. Gateway Church, we're called to more in 2019. Let's not settle for being who we are now. Let's push into everything we believe God's got for us. Let's push for more. If you want to pray for Gateway Church... If you want to pray for us here at 502, then there is a, a place to start. Pray for more. Pray that we would have more salvation, more baptisms, more people, more life, deeper relationships with God. We want to see more. And finally, uh, a prophetic word that we believe is for us is one that uh, Matt Hosier actually felt back in 2015. And it was based out of these verses here in Isaiah 37, Verse 31 which says, once more, a remnant of the kingdom of Judah will take root below and bear fruit above. And Matt said that he felt, uh, he believed that God is calling us to root down into the gospel and the things of God, and that as we do so, we should expect to fruit up. As gateway, we want to be serious about the gospel as our foundation, remain who we are. We're children of God, set apart for him, brought out of darkness and into light. That's who we are. It happened because of Jesus, because he died on the cross to set us free. So the gospel is going to be the foundation of Gateway Church. It's our roots. And as we keep it as our root, we, we will expect to see the fruits that come from that expand among us. Okay? So as a vision for Gateway Church in 2019, we are a children of God on a, wish, on a mission to win more children for God. We're to have our foundation in the gospel as a gateway into the kingdom for all in Poole and Bournemouth and beyond. We're to bring streams of living water, bring Jesus to our local communities, and constantly be asking and striving for more of God in our lives and this church, so that we can flourish and not perish in 2019. So there's the six things for you. Remain who we are. Remain close to God. Remain in the word. Remain in church. Remain on your guard and remain in the promises we believe we've got as a church. So let me just end by repeating the words that Paul wrote to the church in Philippi. He said this But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let's press on this year, Gateway Church, into everything we've been called to do. I want to encourage you all, press into your relationship with God this year. Press into Bible reading. Press into prayer. Press into community. Press into seeing us grow in number and see people come to salvation. Press into this church. We're going to have an amazing adventure this year, and we want to do it together. Are you ready to do it together? Yeah. Good. Well, I'm ready too. So one thing that we often do uh, when we finish a sermon is I'll bring some sort of response and I'll say, let me pray for us all. Well, actually, let's all stand and pray together into some of this stuff, okay? I'm going to put these six things back up here so that you can see them. Let's spend two minutes just praying that we would see more of this that we would remain who we are, that we would see more salvation, more baptisms, that we would see more numbers, we would see people coming to know Jesus for the first time, that we would see deeper relationships with God. That's what we want to see here at Gateway Church. Let's raise our voices and pray together. Lord, we want to see it. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you so much that we know who we are in you. We are children of God, forgiven and free because of what you've done on the cross. And we want to praise you for it. But Lord, we also want to unashamedly ask for more. We want to ask for more salvation. We want to ask for more of your word among us. We want to ask you to push us on in 2019 into all the things that we believe you've called us to do. In your name, Lord Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. We're going to come back and worship uh, the God who called us out of darkness and into light. But if you feel like God's spoken to you during this preach and and there's anything that you feel God would have you share, then please do come and speak to Matt uh, and we'll make sure that that gets heard as well. Let's worship.